From the sawmills to the shelves of your favorite hardware store, lumber has been quite the celebrity this past year, as the price tag increased over 200%. The debate that has been flooding the internet is whether or not there has been price gouging going on, or it was simply a lack of inventory due to the shutdown of operations at the beginning of the pandemic, and or the demand simply increasing due to sellers getting sick of their homes during quarantine and having COVID relief funds to make some changes. I'm going to break down how and why this happened. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. Before I jump into the nitty gritty, the only reason I mentioned the debate going on between price gouging and a lumber shortage is because my last video about the lumber shortage and inflation, which I will link in the description below, caused a stir of debates between people in the comments section, some being in the lumber industry. I noticed that most of the comments weren't leaning one way more than the other, but in fact the debate almost seemed as if it was down the middle or leaning one way to the slightest. After analyzing what each person had said, it's clear the lumber situation wasn't consistent in every single market. Yes, the prices increased to a certain extent, but other lumber yards had no lumber while others had stockpiles. Some people said it was price gouging, other people blamed the DIYers, while others simply said it was a true lumber supply shortage. Let's just say at the end of the day, it's nice to see the headlines that read, lumber prices are falling fast. Lumber prices averaged $400 per thousand board feet between 2009 and 2019, but according to the Wall Street Journal, July shipments of lumber were priced at $1,009.90 per thousand board feet, down nearly 41% from the record high $1,711 seen in early May. Some shipments were even lower than $1,000. The lumber pricing service Random Length stated that its framing composite index, which tracks on-spot sales, dropped from $122 to a $1,324, which was its biggest ever weekly decline. Random Length said this came after a $124 rise in the first week of May. Sawmill managers had a tough time providing their customers with price quotes as the index dropped once again another $114 to $1,210. Economists and investors everywhere wondered if this drastic increase in lumber prices would destroy the housing market as builders raised their home prices and many of them simply stopped construction before the studs were put in. Which brings us to the question everyone is asking, what drove these lumber prices down? Just like some people in the comments section were preaching on my other video, home builders and DIYers simply stopped purchasing lumber after seeing how outrageous the price tag has been month over month. That's why it's quite obvious why new home construction has been down 8.8% in May from the 14 year high in March. When people are unwilling and unable to continue to buy something, it means it's topped out and change needs to happen. What a lot of people don't realize is there was a shortage of lumber before the pandemic even happened. Inventory was down 33% and the surge of housing production increased demand 14% which created a drastic imbalance according to Business Insider. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell stated on Wednesday that the falling of lumber prices further proves the central bank's claim that inflation will be temporary. On top of pre-pandemic shortages, commodities in general will spike when inflation increases. When copper and nickel prices began to decrease, the concerns about lumber eased. 
it's supply and demand at its best. When you stop buying products while they're still being made, the supply increases and the demand decreases. On a chart, this might seem like roles are starting to reverse, but in reality, it's a huge step in the right direction to reach that equilibrium. As the cash price of lumber, which is what the sawmills are charging distributors, adjusts a little bit, industry insiders said that this number should be reflected on the price tags in your favorite big box stores such as Lowe's and Home Depot. According to the CME Group, the world's leading and most diverse derivatives marketplace stated that lumber prices peaked in May and traders believe the retail prices were continued to descend with consistency. Economists said not to inspect any quick changes as this correction will take a little time to sort out as mills constitute to meet the existing demand while trying to dig themselves out of the inventory hole in 2020. Even though new construction is down month over month, in a year over year perspective, new home construction in May was up 50% from May 2020 and up 21% from May 2019, according to Fortune. With this news, you can guarantee builders are eager to get back to their projects and buy packages at these newer prices, which could keep prices descending at a slower rate as demand starts to increase as the prices start to drop. According to Business Insider, experts said that lumber prices could drop to $600 per thousand board feet in the next six months. Chip Setzer, who has actually been in the lumber industry for 12 years, stated that having prices as high as $900 will create a very sustainable and healthy construction market, as well as harmony created for production and export. Thank you, as always, for listening to my podcast. If you would, follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on. I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.